A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. 25 years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. The newest branch of Stormwood and Associates opened up led by Raz Stormwood. She's joined by Kell O'Reilly, the elf hacker, and the new hires, Babbitt, a goblin thief, and Bill, a mage. The team's been hired to infiltrate and do a pen test uh, by Prupep Technologies. Prupep Technologies wanted them to see if uh, Stormwood and Associates could get into their secure air-gapped server room. And boy, howdy, they did. As Kel stayed behind running the command center and Raz Stormwood and uh, Babbitt broke into the server room while Bill provided a distraction in the lobby. Unfortunately, once Raz and Babbitt got to the server room, they discovered that the security they were testing had already been broken, as a young woman was spotted sitting in the middle of the room with her laptop connected to a server it probably shouldn't be. And that's all they saw in the room, because that's how they rolled. Everybody roll initiative. I mean, not Nick, but uh, <laughs> Raz and Pavit roll initiative. Got two again. I'm switching dice. Uh, all right, so the uh, initiative is your sweetness plus a d10. Yep, I got, okay, 10. I got five. Well, you didn't get the la- you didn't get the worst one. So, first person acting is the the young woman in the hoodie, who uh, is trying to make it to a vent behind the servers. Vent, that my is thing. large and open, and you have no idea how much I laughed when you suggested that earlier. And she's just running for that. Um, you're up, Babbitt. Okay, I. I... I, first, I pull my my uh, train gun and I sprint after her. All right, so you're gonna try to squeeze between the servers. Yep. All right, so right now you make it to about uh, like you're you're between two of them. It's really annoying for me that you're a goblin, by the way, because <laughs> this woman is tiny, but she's like you know five two for five yeah. four. And this is not a space that literally any of the regular characters could have fit through. But no, you did. You had to pick the like four foot tall goblin to play. Yep. So four yeah, foot you... tall he's also quite thin. <laughs> I know. Oh, he screwed me up. All right. So so you're following in out of nowhere. Um, dropping from the ceiling is a uh b- between the two of you. Uh, between like behind the servers already 
but uh but between you uh babbitt and the the woman is a large man dressed all in black with a ridiculous samurai sword slung across his back and uh shaved head just drops from the ceiling and goes my name is Barrow McCoy and you're not going anywhere. And he's as close to Jason Statham as we can afford. <laughs> All right. If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. And uh, so, so Raz, you're up. You can see you can see the people behind the the servers, but they have cover. And I can't fit between them. You can't fit between the servers. Um, you might be able to climb over the servers with a sweet move, but you are not going to be able to squeeze between them. And I'd worry about damaging any of the servers. Honestly. Yes, you've been hired to, yeah. So I can see them over the servers, correct? Well, you can see, like, there's there's not space enough for people between the servers, but you can see clearly through them. Like, it's, uh, like, so there's, like, there's, like, probably six inches between each server, and then there's a gap between the rack, between two of the racks that uh, the girl squeezed through and that uh, um, Babbitt squeezed through, is trying, is currently going through. Um, and so you can, you, like, like, if you took a shot at the girl... You, yeah. you could do that, but she'd get a cover bonus. Okay. Um, same with Barrow. Like, you could get a shot off at Barrow or the girl, but they'd both get cover bonuses. Okay. I think that's my... That's my option, though. Okay, so you're gonna, you're gonna shoot at one of them? Which one are you gonna shoot at? The girl. You're gonna shoot at the girl. Okay, so... We need to roll your attack. Which is uh, that's so your attack roll is going to be a d10. Oh yeah, so Raz uh, is clearly the main character, so Raz gets a plus one bonus on her rolls. So that's that's important. Um, I forgot that earlier. Oh, so you you really should have had six for your initiative. Okay, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> that would have moved you not at all. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Actually, that would have put you at the same time as Barrow Mackay, and I think player characters usually, like, that's how we decided would be non-player characters in initiative, but we're just going with the current order for this combat, so. 
And and Nick, uh, Nick is a, Nick. You gonna go back out by the Lumina? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Actually, for that matter, what um, I'm still hearing things on the earpiece. What what is going on? That sounds bad. I think they get. Sh- I think they're in a fight. Like like a, 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 a what kind of like a gunfight? I don't know. Like no one shot fight? anything yet. Something's gone sideways. All right, so back to combat. So you're going to take a shot. So you need to roll a 1d10 plus yep. your effective combat skill. So that's going to be your gun skill plus or minus whatever your, your class is. So the effective number. So that plus a 1d10 uh, plus your level. So, plus my primary character. Right, right. So, yeah. So 13. roll 13. Yep. All right. Let me take a look here. That does not hit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, she's behind cover, remember? So she has a, a there's a, a a cover bonus. It's and also she has a very high sweetness. <laughs> All right, so Raz's turn has she's taken a shot, missed. Uh, because again, really high dodge and has cover. Um, so that makes it the other person in the room's turn. A um, a halfling emerges <laughs> from somewhere. You you don't really know where this person was the whole time, but he just sort of uh, he he he's attempting to to to, to leaping punch. Raz in the face. So that's a that's gonna be a bare hands attack. <laughs> so let me let me roll for that. Are, are you guys gonna need ice? <laughs> I'll, I'll get some ice. All right. Two plus one is three. Plus <laughs> now, what's your sweetness plus level? It doesn't hit. (laughs) Because he didn't beat it. So uh, he rolled a two. (laughs) He just couldn't reach up to her face. (laughs) So this halfling attempts to punch you. Like this... This like this halfling in black goes up to like just runs at Raz and like tries to do this leaping punch and you just kind of lean back and he goes right by. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I love that. All right, so NK is now climbing into the vent. Um and uh, she's holding her laptop and the flash drive and uh, just kind of looking straight at you, um, Babbitt, uh, sticks out her tongue and pulls down her eyelid with one of her fingers and falls backward down the vent. So. She is, she is, she is not there. The vent is, is, is it like flush with the floor or? No, it's in the middle of the wall. Middle of the wall. Okay. It's, it's a large vent that's probably about, uh, uh, probably three feet wide and about four feet tall. And, uh, 
as far as you can tell, it's a vertical vent. And so it just looks okay. like she fell down a vent. Just fell down a vent. Yep, okay. But um, presumably she had a plan. Okay. And I've, I've still got a guy yeah. between me. Be- yep, okay. Yeah between, wanna... you, yeah, between you and the vent is Barrow McCoy. Okay. I want and... to pull a, a sweet move and uh, uh, tumble between his legs. And the camera uh, s- uh, slows down. Into, into slow motion as uh, as I'm going through his legs facing upward and I uh, put one dart up into his crotch <laughs> and keep on going right through. So you're going to run towards the vent? Uh, yeah. Yeah, right, after doing that. All right, so yeah. we have to take the vote. Is he successful? All players epic. have to vote. Nick? I'm I'm in favor. That's epic. Gen? In favor. I'm in favor, too. So we have to roll how much damage you're about to do to Barrow Mackay. Right. All right. So it's uh, he doesn't get a soak. So your effective combat statistic, which I guess in this case is melee, because you're stabbing him with a weapon. Oh, no. I just meant, like, shooting him. Oh, shooting shoot him with the... So your gun stats. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. So... So your uh, your your effective guns plus your level. Um, oh wait, let me let me. I'm having problems reading right now. So let me. Yeah, because if a sweet move injures a non-fodder character, conventionally it does relative effective combat statistic plus level with no soak allowed. Yeah. So there's yeah. There's no d10. It's so you're just gonna do. Um, your guns plus your level damage. Okay. What's that? Uh, guns one. Alright, so you're going to do two damage to him. Yeah. That's fair. Alright. Sorry, Barrow's not Barrow's not a fodder character. Yes. Yeah, he's Barrow McCoy. Yeah, he's, he's just kind of uh, Canadian doing a bad accent. Uh, uh, Jason Statham. Hey, we might be able to afford Vinnie Jones. Oh. Yeah, because they got him on Arrow. He'll, he'll do anything. I know. All right, so so this comes to Barrow. So Barrow's going to turn around, and because you're you're going for the vent, you've made it past him. But Barrow's going to turn around and attempt to hit you with his ridiculous sword. Because walking around with a samurai sword is ridiculous. All right, so that's gonna be. I gotta do a roll here. So, no, so what's your uh, sweetness plus level? Uh, five. Yeah, that hits. Uh, and so let's see how much he hurts you for. All right, so. He's going to roll a three, which means he's going to hit you for five minus your fitness and level. So what's your fitness plus your level? Uh, three. So he's going to hit you for two. <laughs> you shot him in the crotch with a trank gun, and he <laughs> hit you with a sword for the same amount of damage. <laughs> yep. 
but I got past him. That was the That's true. Thing. That's true. And he hit you in the back with a samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> so Raz, you're up. You've got so Raz, so what you've seen behind the servers, you've got uh Goblin Babbitt fighting with Barrow Mackay. And while you're out on the other side of the servers with this halfling dressed in, and I'll describe the halfling as the halfling is like wearing a spandex onesie with a belt and a small satchel. <laughs> is the door to the server room behind me still open? Yes. <laughs> May I drop kick him into the hallway? Well, if you want to drop, so um, you could do it as a sweet move. Okay. And you'd have to give me a good description. So explain to me the process of Raz drop kicking the halfling, whose name I is Bort Gorfunkel. The scruff of his little spandex tunic. <laughs> onesie oh my excuse me spandex onesie I want to bring them up to my face so we're eye to eye and actually I want to ask him who do you work for Barrow Mackay that's that's the guy I work for he's right over there and I punt him you're gonna punt him. Where are you punting him? Out into the hallway. Out into the hall. You're gonna. You're gonna. Well, I right, but so you're gonna. So for a sweet move, you're picking him up, asking him who he works for, and punting him into the hallway. Yeah. All right. Does that work, guys? Love it. I'm all about throwing halflings. <laughs> throwing halflings is great. I feel like there could be a better direction, <laughs> but. Well, I don't want to chuck him into the servers. No, it's it's. Can't really t- cut him. I can't really like try to toss him into Barrow Mackay unless I really wanted to try and huck him over the servers. I mean, on a sweet move, you could do something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I want to try that. I want to try hucking him over the servers and lobbing him at Barrow Mackay. All right. So what you're going to try to do, well, do you want to punt him over the servers or throw him? Mm, I think a nice, like, overhand, like. It's like a hook shot? A, yeah. <laughs> so so your sweet move is going to be is that you're going to hook shot the, uh, <laughs> you're going to hook shot, um, you're going to hook shot the halfling over the servers and try to hit Barrow Mackay with him. Yep. Do you guys think that works? I'm for it. I'm all for it. All right. I'm all for that, too. And I got to figure out how to roll damage on that. <laughs> um, well, it's going to be just... I, it's mostly... Uh, so I think I'm going to call that a melee attack. No, it's a range attack. So it's your gun stat. Because all <laughs> range attacks work as gun stats. So it's going to be your, what's your gun stat? Effective one. All right. So one. And so your, your level is one and you're the primary character. So you just did three damage to Barrow Mackay. Sweet. And I'm going to say you did three damage to the halfling as well. Yeah. Yeah. I had to. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm trying to figure out is what that is the, going what the, on? <laughs> but the pro okay so <laughs> she threw a hobbit <laughs> Like Bilbo? <laughs> well, yes. she threw a yes. hobbit in like a historical character Bilbo. <laughs> in a black spandex onesie with a belt and a satchel. But like and so the black spandex onesie like only goes down to his knees also. <laughs> so and, and you yeah. threw an Aeon Flux Hobbit? Yeah. <laughs> so he's 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 not wearing shoes. He's a hobbit. So, uh, so the problem is, though, now, um, for Babbitt, <laughs> is that both Barrow Mackay and the hop and the halfling are looking right at you. Like, Bar Barrow's kind of knocked over, but the halfling isn't. Uh-huh. And they're behind they're like so you're right by the vent and these two are looking right at you. Yep. And so it's up it, and uh, obviously the girl is not anywhere you can see because she went down the vent earlier. Yep. So it's you you're in the it's up to you in the initiative order here. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Then um I Okay, I jump over into the into the vent. I hang I hang on. See if I to to, to see if there's anything down there. It's a sheer drop. Sheer drop. It's a ten okay. story drop. Um, it's uh, so the 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 vent itself is um in size is uh, three feet by three feet. Okay. Um. Now, you looking down don't see the girl. You, 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 there's enough light so you can see all the way to the bottom, and how far that is. Um, you can tell that there's some light coming in on a lower level vent, where clearly that someone went out. Um, but you are uh, you are the only one in this vent shaft, and you're hanging on by the top of the vent. I want to try to start like spidering my way down there. All right, how tall are you again? I'm four, four feet tall. So you've got a, a wingspan of about four feet, then. So in yeah. theory, you can. What's your fitness? Uh, two. Okay. Yeah, I'm the least fit of the group. Well, you're fitter than the person you're following, but. Uh... But she's five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so you're gonna try to start shimmying down the shaft. Yep. I'll let you do that. Um, Barrow Mackay is uh, and and the halfling are behind the servers. Raz is, and unfortunately for you, you've taken their way out. Right. So. Wait, Barrow Mackay was going to be going through this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Right. So, um, the halfling kind of, so, uh, all right, I gotta, so the halfling's going to use a sweet move. <laughs> so you're about, like, 
No, wait, the halfling doesn't get to move yet. Barrel Mackay. We're halfling doesn't move until after Raz. Never mind. Uh, so Barrel Mackay is uh, he's just gonna. He doesn't have anything ranged to to attack Raz with. And he's not going down the shaft first, so he's just gonna try to look cool for a minute here, because he doesn't have a good move. Um, so, Raz, it's up to you. Your thief has now gone into the shaft, and the halfling, and you can't physically get to them. What do you want to do? And remember, you can still shoot at them, but... They just get a cover bonus on their dodge. Yeah. Can I at least, like, relay information? <laughs> Absolutely. You're all wearing earpieces. Yeah. Um, keep everyone... There's just a lot of loud noises on my end. So you're going to tell people that... Uh, you're going you're gonna to tell people that uh, the um, people are... I don't know what you're going to tell people. <laughs> The server room's been infiltrated by... <laughs> I don't know who they are, but... They've got a security breach for fucking sure. Aren't we supposed to be the security breach? <laughs> we were. I don't know who these guys are. Unless they... I'll barrel Mackay. Barrel Mackay. Obviously. <laughs> Why are there barrels of pie up there? <laughs> All I hear are loud noises and what sounds like Jason Statham. Barrow McCoy. You also hear just grunting as I'm shimmying down this this vent. I'm not even sure what that is. Alright. So Raz is all right, the only thing you're doing you turn uh telling people what's happening. Can I also try to shoot at Barrow Mackay? Yes. Yes, you can shoot at Barrow Mackay. I'll at least try. I mean, why the hell not? All right. So uh, your attack is going to be a 1d10 uh, plus your uh, the uh, your guns plus your level plus one because you're the primary. Yep. That'll be a seven. That'll be a seven. Uh, seven does no sweet seven does oh, I'm looking at the wrong character sheet let's look at Barrow Mackay's character sheet okay his sweetness is only a two so seven barely misses him alright um alright so we are on to Bort the halfling I work for Barrel Mackay. All right. So Bort the Halfling in his spandex onesie, he's going to do a sweet move. And he is going to run at the vent. Because, again, this is their way out. He's going to run at the vent and cannonball into the vent in the hopes of hitting <laughs> Babbitt with what will count as a bare hands attack. All right. <laughs> So uh, he just he so he goes in a leaping sprint towards the vent as he pull tucks into a cannonball perfect swish into the vent screaming I work for Barrel Mackay and then um, 
he uh, is going to uh, hit you. And so uh, no matter what, because this is a sweet move, you're going to take some damage here. Yep. Babbitt. Uh, assuming that, does everyone agree that that worked? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because technically you guys do have to agree to that when the bad guys do it too. Or else you you would make me roll for it. That's all that would happen. All right. So um, so he's going to do some damage to you. Let's see here. It's effective combat statistic plus level. And his and Bort Gorfunkel has a bare hands of one. So that's going to be a two. You take two damage. Okay. From getting hit by Bort Garfunkel. In a onesie. All right. So, uh... Technically, um, so there's no rule to figure out what's going to happen to you two right now. Because you've yeah. just been hit with a halfling. So uh-huh. what's your fitness? It's two. It's two. All right. So I'm going to go with his fitness of two. We're going to roll to see whether or not he dislodges you. Uh, you've got a 1d10 handy, right? So we're both going to roll a 1d10, and whoever get if, if you roll higher than me, if you roll higher than me, you don't get dislodged, and he just falls past you after hitting you. If okay. you roll lower than me, and I'll give I'll give a tie to you because you're the player. So, But if you roll lower than me, um, you're going to start falling. Mm-hmm. Roll, I rolled a 7. I got a 6. All right, so you just start like you are now going down the shaft. Yep. Sure am. <laughs> From 10 stories up. I don't have a fall deck. Like, I. So, all right, so that was bored. That actually brings it back to you, Babbitt, though. So, um, if you use a sweet move. And yeah, call it a good I've... sweet move. I'll get you. You won't take any damage from this set of events, all right? Are you going to try to use a sweet move to get out of this? I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just start uh, uh, hitting my arms out as, uh, you know, trying to trying to catch myself, trying to slow my fall as much as I can. Uh, you know, hitting, hitting the side of the vent. Legs, too. Why not? <laughs> All right. Is, th- is there a way I could try to meet them at the bottom of this vent? You're well. You don't know where the vent goes. You don't know where the vent. You don't know where in the. You know that. Okay, so this is going to exit. Like the the vent is in the server room, which is in the back of the building, and it's on the same side of the building as the parking garage. But you don't know where. Um, and and the characters can communicate that to you, but you don't know. Side, so it's fine. But you don't know where they're going to go once they're on the first floor of the building or whatever floor that the open vent is on. All this right. is true. I'm, uh, I'm mostly just trying to find ice. Right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, do you want to give me a cool description for how you're stopping yourself? Like, give it to me cinematically. Yeah. Okay. Um. I. I th- I start thrusting out my my arms, um, and I. I. I like. I catch myself, uh, you know, briefly fall, uh, stopping my fall, but then I, of course, keep falling. I keep doing that. 
Uh, yeah, it's. I'm gonna say it's part of the uh, the ho- the the halfling's earlier sweet move. He somehow min- like stopped himself and got out the vent down at the bottom, because you know that was all part of the sweet move that hit you on the way down. All right, so you you will obviously it, this is sweet move. I'm assuming is everyone okay with this working? Yeah. Nick, you okay? All right, I'm okay yeah. with it. What I'm going to do is have you, since it, you were falling from 10 stories, from a 10-story spot, I'm just going to have you roll a D10 to see how many stories you, you fall, like you slide okay. down. No damage taken, just how many stories you slide down. Eight. Eight, okay. So you are, like, so there are two more, so yeah, all right. So you're, like, at, like, the second floor. Yeah. And, uh... You're staring at an open vent. Oh, okay. So this is where presumably this... she got out. And you can see the uh, the halfling rounding a corner down a hallway. Okay. All right. So that is uh. Now it's up to uh, Barrow Mackay. <laughs> Barrow Mackay is also going to. Uh, do a sweet move to run at the vent. And uh, Barrow Mackay moves like a, a black liquid. He just, like, flows. Like, you don't know how a man that burly carrying a stupid sword moves that smoothly, but he just, like, runs at the vent, and where the halfling did, like, a cannonball, he just kind of like almost like swan dives in and he's going to swan dive into the um the vent he is going to uh as he falls down the vent uh, just split his legs apart to slow himself down with his thick soled rubber boots still head first so so as as you look up uh babbit you do see the the shining bald head of barrow Mackay coming straight towards you, and I'm going to see how many floors he it takes him to stop himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to re-roll that, because he would be aiming for earlier than that. Alright, so he's going to go five stories on that. So, uh, he's at about the level five when he comes to a, a stop, and he's looking straight at you, Babbitt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Raz... You're still up in the server room. Yeah. <laughs> and all by myself now. Babbitt can tell you where he is. Um, I'd actually like to look at the server that the girl had hooked into. Okay. And try to figure out what they were trying to take what they had taken all right so there is uh a, there are two server racks okay. um there are two server racks that you know again they they, they switch to one of them is marked production one of them is marked testing you know that you were hired to uh, grab a file off the testing server because this is just you know the whole test was not for you to actually steal real data but to steal data off of their fake server that yeah. has as much security as their real one. They, uh, the production server is the one she was plugged into. Like that rack, the production servers are the ones she was plugged into. Um, you just see a USB port. Like you don't know what, like there's no, like she had to use a laptop to plug into it to, to do anything. 
So you don't know what she was looking at, but you know that whatever she was doing with was like actual like work stuff and not uh and not the the fake server you were hired to see if you could access. Can I still access that fake server? Yeah, you've got the flash drive. Sweet. I'm just going to go ahead and like <laughs> you finish your job. <laughs> Cover our asses a little bit. I mean, yeah. outside of combat, you can do more because you've got your totally investigate skill, um, but you can't use that in combat. Okay. Because a combat round only takes six seconds, and um, totally investigate is a give me five minutes, which means you need to have, you would need to have an an uninterrupted five minutes to do it. Okay. All right. So so you you plug in the flash drive, and so you at least get to finish the job you were hired to do. All right. Okay. We want good job, everyone. Good game. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to Bort, and you guys can't see what Bort is doing. That brings us to uh, the girl whose name is NK, who you can't see what she's doing. Um, and so that brings us to Babbitt. You've got so Babbitt, you are in the vent shaft. Yep. You are in the vent shaft. There is a. Uh, a large cockney ninja coming towards you. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's he's about uh, so he's on the fifth floor. You're on the second floor, so he's not super far away. Oh. <laughs> but also, you know that if you were actually successfully like knocked him out, he would fall on you. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because he's actively holding himself up in the vent shaft with his boots. Yeah. Which he's just scissored apart. He's very strong. Right. But I'm, I'm at the proper... You are at the... Yeah, you are literally staring yeah. at an open vent. You saw yeah. you saw the, 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 the halfling run away. Then I jump through that and uh, sprint after them. All right. Are you going to f- go the direction the halfling did? Yeah. Okay. So. I have no other... Uh, no other, you know, real options. So. You run down the hallway. All right, so, no, well, I'm just making sure. You run down the hallway, and you take a left, and you see a door, which leads to, uh, it has, it needs a key card. I still have that. You still have that. I know. Um, well, it, it doesn't need a key card to get out. Okay. It would have needed a key card to get in, but it is a door to a, uh, a walk bridge over to, um, over to the parking garage. Okay. And uh, you see it in the distance, you see the girl throw the, the young woman from before throwing the halfling into a vehicle. Okay. Uh, I So but I, your your I, action was to run there, so like it's you're gonna have to wait to your next turn to do something. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just giving you the visual. Yep. Alright, Barrow Mackay is going to can you well you guys can't see what he's doing. Am I allowed to talk? Yeah, you're allowed to talk. Okay, I want to, Bill, they're in the parking garage uh at level 2. What? Who are in the parking garage? Bad guys. I don't know. What, what a kind girl of bad and a guys? hobbit. A girl and a hobbit. I don't know. They've got I, the they've, they've got the the You know, the you shouldn't say hobbit. It's really racist. The halfling. The their preferred word is halfling. Okay. 
a girl and a halfling. They've got the thing we need. They're in, they're, they're in a car, parking garage, level two. Okay. All right, I'm 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 you heading up get there. Over there. All right, so. Uh, all right. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna have so uh, Nick. Why don't you roll me a d10 so we know when you're acting on the off chance you actually get there. Roll me a d10 and then add your sweetness. Uh, all right. Um, roll the nine. So what's your sweetness? My sweetness is three. All right, so that's a 12. All right, so you're going to act for Babbitt on the next turn. Because technically you're now in this, even if you are... Because you're in the parking garage, right? I am. Do we know... I have a bag of ice, and I didn't put it down. All right, I'm going to figure out what level... Since I know what level they're on, but we never established what level you were parked on. So I'm going to roll a die to see what level you're parked on. You are also parked on the second level. (laughs) I decided it was a three-story parking garage. They're on the second level. You're also on the second level. According to the 1D3 I just rolled. So, all right. That's going to... You don't see them, but you're on the second level also. But does he hear them? Those places echo like a... Oh, mouth. yeah, you you probably heard, like, some thump when the halfling got tossed into a car. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, you've got... So, Barrow Mackay is going to continue on his path. <laughs> that moves us to Raz. Uh, I've got the file we need, correct? Yeah. And I can't get to the vent. (laughs) Yeah, but there are. I mean, getting out of the building is way easier than getting into the building. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to, like, head on out. Close the door behind me and... I really like this idea of Raz just, you know, uh, just casually finishing up the, the, the job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I take the elevator down. Who knows? You could. <laughs> yeah, but I like this idea, though, of just, like, cutting to, like, the action in the parking garage and then in the elevator. <laughs> Yeah, girl from Ipanema. What are the rules on hide, by the way? Are they, is that a give me five minutes? Uh, hide is a five minutes, yes. All right, so yeah, you don't have time to hide when Barrel Mackay comes barreling through. No. Although, to be fair, I think he probably cares more about getting out of there right now than about you. Because that's kind of been their goal. Yeah. All right. So uh, that uh, that brings us to the halfling who is going to buckle his seatbelt. They can't go anywhere until Barrow gets there. Um, NK is presumably getting into the vehicle. Oh, that means it needs to roll one more initiative if we're going down where that character is. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just an initiative score. It's not like it's. It's gonna go right after. Go right after Bill. Does. Top of the order packing. All right, so um, that brings. So we went to Raz, went to the NK. So Bill, you're up. Yes. You've heard a thump on the opposite side of the second level of the garage. All right, I'm I'm following the thump. On foot. Yes. All right. So at the. I- I, I will say you can you can get across this like it to, to where the thump was um, in it pretty quickly. And I'm carrying the bag of ice with me. <laughs> okay, so you're carrying the bag of ice. All right, so you uh, you get to the um, you get to the other side and you see this black cargo van. Where's a. Uh, a young woman with uh, kind of like shortish red hair with like an undercut, uh, black hoodie, um, jeans, black sneakers, just probably just yelling at a. Uh, she's she's five foot four and she's yelling at like a three and a half foot tall um, halfling in a spandex onesie and a belt and a satchel. And again, these are like it's it's a onesie, but it's a. Uh, like short sleeved and like uh, uh, down to his knees, so he's you know it's it's how, a summer onesie. Uh, how far away from them the, am I? You are right now probably. Well, you just had to like get across. Like, so it's one of those center things where your van is closer to the way out than theirs is um, on the ramp. But there was kind of like a walking bridge between the two halves of the second level. And so you just had to get across that, and you are, like, you can see the doorway um, that at the end of the door... The, you can see the doorway where, like, in the hallway you can see Babbitt, um, and you can see this black cargo van with these screen people. And there's someone else um, in the cargo van who is behind the wheel. Um, oh, crap. Okay. There's a driver. There's a, it's a, there's a dwarf behind the wheel. Dwarf drive? Oh, okay. It's racist. <laughs> All right. So, so that's that's what you find, Bill. Uh, moving on to uh, the the driver's not going to do anything because then his initiative comes up. Then uh, we're at uh, we're at Babbitt. Okay, I keep sprinting after them. Uh, how close can I get? You can get through the door. You can. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I keep, I keep, I keep running after them. I also pull out my uh, my lockpick multi-tool that also has a a knife on it. All right. So you got so so you've got a melee weapon out. Yes. All right. And so you are through the door, and they all look at you. At a running scream behind you. <laughs> <laughs> You just hear this guy, and he's not going to quite make it to where you are, but he's just running, just going, Barrow McCoy! (laughs) And he's, like, doing the Tom Cruise run with, like, the hands in the blade, like, position, where he's just chopping the air. That's how he describes the Tom 
Cruz run. All right. Uh, Raz, what are you doing? I was taking the elevator down. Doon, doon, doon. This is going to take you <laughs> another round at least. Yeah. So, um, Everyone else went down a vent shaft, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I got taken. Alright, so Raz, Raz is on her way down to the lobby. I mean, the good news is you've got a motorcycle down there once you get out the front door. Yeah. Um, and it's right near the door. Yep. Because you smart, you well, smartly or not smartly parked on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, I honestly thought these guys would have gotten away already. Um, <laughs> I mean, I knew how they were getting out, so I was ready for it, but I thought that was going to have to be a backup plan, not apparently most of this combat. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Barrow Mackay is running down the hall. Raz is in the elevator. Bort, the uh, halfling thief in the spandex onesie, is just going to look really surprised. Because uh, he, he doesn't have a weapon, so he's been doing everything bare hands. Um, NK... Uh, she's the the girl. She's gonna jump into the van and uh, slam the, the. It's uh, they're they're getting into the side door of, of the of of the cargo van. It's got a big sliding side door, um, and so it's she gets she's just jumping in there and slamming the door closed. Um, now we're at Bill. You just saw these people get in the cargo van. Who match the descriptions your friend said over the earpiece? Babbitt is running towards you, and uh, they just slammed in the back. And you see Barrow Mackay coming down the hallway, screaming his own name right towards you. Oh, jeez! I I'm going to use uh, my what are my attacks? Are you going to use an attack spell? Yes. All right. Here's some fun. It's time for you to uh, tell me what your attack spell does. Taking out that telescopic wand again. I'm pointing it at the front left tire of the van. And using what I like to call the psychic flamethrower. It's not particularly psychic. But I do have to concentrate a lot to use it, thus the name. And it shoots a burst of concentrated flame toward the target that I so choose. Okay. So because this is a ranged attack, um, mm-hmm. it's going to do a ranged attack sweet move damage to your target. You're casting it at Barrow, I presume? I, I pointed it at the... Uh, at the tires of the vehicle oh, the tires of the vehicle interesting interesting yeah that helps because i now i don't have to slash the tires which i was totally <laughs> gonna do <laughs> there are no rules how to handle this because all the damage rules are for people <laughs> okay so norm okay so uh all right all right, so I just got to come up with a statistic right here. All right, so your normal sweep move mode damage is a ranged attack, so it's going to use your gun stat um, slash range. Technically, a magic user, it's called a range stat instead of a gun stat because we're fancy. Really should have put more stats and more. All right, so what's your that. what's your uh, what's your guns? 
My gun stat is zero. Your gun stat is zero. Well, okay, so you're going to do that plus your... Well, okay, so the problem is you guys have gone into combat against non-fodder characters. Like, if you were going up against, like, regular cops or security guards or minions or anything like that, you'd get to roll an extra D10 right now. But because all you've literally gone directly into combat against y- your antagonists for this story. Um, <laughs> you've gone into combat with your antagonists for this story. Uh, you're going to... They, they, they can take a lot more, but they don't get a soak. So it does mean that... Okay, so, I, the, so the car, because you're targeting the, a vehicle full of main characters, effectively, full of major characters... Um, you don't get the D10, and so normally you'd just be doing one damage right now. <laughs> Which, against a fodder character, is like a third of their health, so it's a big deal. But against a regular character, it's a tenth of their health. Um, because we expect main characters to be able to get like shot in the shoulder and stuff, where real people that would, you know, destroy. So, so you would do like one damage against this tire. So I'm going to say... We're gonna do. Um, you're gonna shoot at the top at, at all the tires, or just one of the tires. Uh, uh I I feel I I was only uh, concentrating on one tire. Okay, so I figure even one they're gonna be. All right, so roll me a d10. We're gonna see if it worked. We're gonna do a dueling d10, and I'm gonna have to put this in. Oh no! What'd you roll? Oh no! I rolled a one. Well, they rolled a seven, so. <laughs> All right, so it hits the uh, it it hits the tire, and um, I'll say you know what I will say it like totally obliterates the hubcap. Like, you would be able to now identify this van if you saw it. That was not as effective as I meant for it to be, but still useful. Right. That's. So, so you, you you didn't stop anything, but at least you you know if you see this van again, you'll know it's this particular van because that's the one whose hubcap you blew up. Yep. All right. So uh, after after Bill is the driver, and he is going to uh, put the car into reverse, and he's going to pull it backwards, and he's gonna he's gonna try to hit uh, he's gonna try to hit Babbitt with the back of his car. He's going to try to run the back into Babbitt. Uh, and that's an attack. That's some some melee attack. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a melee attack. Uh, this system is crazy. Well, okay, remember, a car hitting a regular person. <laughs> remember, regular people are only get three hit, only get three damage points. You guys get ten. So, like of a car as a melee a car is considered melee weapon. It's either bare hands, which is your flesh against them. A melee weapon is any physical object you use to hit someone with that's directly connected to you. And a ranged weapon, including guns, which is still co- or the gun stat, is for any ranged weapon, either thrown or shot. A slingshot and a machine gun do the same amount of damage. Because this is a game about how it looks and how much fun it is, not about caring if they've got an AK-47 or... You know, a peanut and a straw. No one's arguing. This is great. Yeah. All right, so let me. I gotta find. I gotta find the character's melee stat because I haven't looked at him yet. All right, so. Oh, okay. 
combat. All right. So the uh, his sweetness is. Oh, so the effective combat stat plus their level plus one d10. All right. So they're level one. Their melee is one. So it's two plus whatever I roll. That is a seven. Uh, does that hit you? What's, uh, what's your like, sweetness plus level? Sweetness plus level is a five. All right, so it does hit you. Let's see how much it hurts you. Okay. It's just a regular attack, so you still get your soak. Yep. All right, so I rolled a... Uh, I rolled a three plus... Three plus... So it does four. Is your What's your fitness plus level? Level is a three. So you take one damage from getting rear-ended by a car. <laughs> the car, like, backed into you full force. You got knocked to the side, but you took one damage. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, so, uh, Babbitt, it's you. Okay, I'm going to try to scramble over to the car uh, and, and slash its tires. I'm going to say you got knocked 10 feet. Um, okay. Slashing tires, when's that going to be successful? What's your... Um, I got to think. All right, so I'm going to say that because that there's an operator for the car, technically the car gets the, the driver's dodge because that's probably what we should have gone with to begin with. Um, well, we're just going to use a sweet move. All right, so yeah, we're going to take the... We're going to take the drive... Since the car's no longer a parked car and is now a driving car, it's going to get the driver's dodge, so... You're going to melee attack the tire. So roll me a 1d10 plus your effective combat skill plus your level. Uh, okay. Uh, 10. All right. That hits. Because I can't see any world in which that wouldn't hit. I'm not even doing the math. Yeah, that totally hits now that I've done the math. All right, so we're going to roll whether or not you do damage to the tire. Uh, see, the dodge made sense to give to the driver. Now I've got to figure out how the dot like... Yeah, I can't really see... Is it. this armor? Probably <laughs> soak. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I am going to say that uh, we're going to start... If we're going to go into... Uh, if you... If you guys manage to make chase, I'm going to have to come up with rules. So I'm going to go with the driver, uh, with the driver's soak. Okay. Because that's also going to affect your car if you get into a car chase. Because car chases are combat. So, uh, roll me a 1d10 plus your effective combat skill. Seven. Seven. All right. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, I, I gotta say, you pop the tire. Awesome. You pop a tire. I mean, they they're still gonna be able to drive off, but they're gonna be they're gonna be at a disadvantage. All right. Um. All right. That brings us from Babbitt to Barrow Mackay. Barrow Mackay is gonna run straight at the car and get into the passenger seat. That brings us to him. Uh, Raz, uh, you... I'll say you get to the lobby. Cool. It's a fast elevator. Only took you like 12 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. It's crazy fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, then... And I assume I, that, like, 
your like Babbitt? Have you guys been telling her what's going on this whole time? I mean, I, I, I don't think so. I've been focusing okay. on this. And hey, boss, has, she has certainly not told us All that right. she has finished up. The- boss, I don't know what's <laughs> happening, but stuff is happening, and I am just in the office here. Did you? I what? I don't know. I hit a van with a fire spell. <laughs> I got the file. I'm headed to my bike. Wait, you we- got. You, you you got what? You got the file? Yeah. I don't think that they're gonna like pay us if someone else stole real things while they were while we were doing this. We're gonna get blamed for it if we don't like tell them. I mean, if we tell them, the, the bad guys are still them? down here. I I shot their car. All right. So Raz, you're in the you're 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 in the lobby. What you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> you're gonna run for your bike. You're gonna talk to security. You're gonna. You gonna try to stop these guys? You've got choices. I know. Not particularly good ones, but they exist. I'm Trey Dorn, and I was your game master this session. Uh, Our players were Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood, Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, and Nick Izumi as Bill. I also obviously played Kel. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com, along with our social media is at Twitter, Nerd and Tie, Tumblr, Nerd and Tie, Facebook slash Nerd and Tie. And remember, you can subscribe to this with uh, any place that has podcasts. Probably will be on iTunes by the time it's released. Maybe who knows? But uh, the RSS feed's always out there, and uh, to be continued. <laughs>